Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis. Despite significant advances in HIV treatment, HIV transmission remains common with close to 40,000 new HIV diagnoses in the U.S. in 2016 and almost 2 million people worldwide. Now, about one in eight of the 1.2 million people living with HIV in the U.S. are actually unaware of their HIV status, and only half of those known to be infected are receiving effective antiretroviral therapy. So, there's a large population of individuals who are capable of transmitting HIV to others through sex without condoms or the sharing of drug injection equipment. Now, here's a clinical pearl. The risk of transmission per 10,000 exposures is about 138 for receptive anal intercourse, 63 for needle sharing, and 8 for receptive penile vaginal intercourse. Public health strategies to prevent HIV infection have included educational campaigns promoting safer sexual practices, expanded HIV testing, male circumcision, and prescribing antiretroviral drugs to HIV-infected individuals to decrease serum viral load, which decreases the risk of transmission. However, additional effective preventative strategies such as higher rates of pre-exposure prophylaxis in clinical practice are still needed. In 2012, PrEP, consisting of a fixed dose of a single tablet combination of tenofovir or TDF 300 milligrams and emtricitabine 200 milligrams, was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for use in patients at high risk of HIV acquisition, including men who have sex with men, heterosexual men and women with multiple partners, and inconsistent condom use, and injection drug users who share injection equipment. Now, this combination, also known as Truvada, is approved for use as PrEP as one tablet taken daily with or without food for as long as a patient remains at risk of acquiring HIV. Before prescribing PrEP, it's important to rule out established and acute HIV infection because PrEP in the setting of HIV infection is associated with rapid development of resistance to emtricitabine, which will limit future options for treatment of HIV for that individual. Now, because of the risk of nephrotoxicity, TDF intracitabine or Trivuda is contraindicated for PrEP in patients who have a creatinine clearance less than 60 Now, the efficacy of this medication for PrEP is closely related to patient adherence. So close patient follow-up is required not only to check for adverse events, but to make sure that the patients are being compliant. All right, so here's a wake-up call and another clinical pearl. According to a clinical review in 2018 published in JAMA, although since 2012, when the original medication combination was approved for PrEP, additional clinical studies have been performed and have demonstrated PrEP safety and effectiveness. However, clinicians prescribe PrEP for only a minority of at-risk individuals, so we can do better to prevent the transmission of HIV. 
Remember that adherence is key to this medication effectiveness. For patients who were highly adherent to taking PrEP daily, the combination medication reduced transmission of HIV by 86% in a cohort of men who have sex with men and by 75% in heterosexual men and women compared with the control group who received matching placebos. Now, adherence is particularly important for women because tenofovir has a shorter half-life in cervical vaginal tissue compared with colorectal mucosa. Additionally, protective intracellular levels in vaginal tissue may not occur fully until day 21 of therapy compared with day 7 in colorectal tissue for men. So once again, because of this change in tissue concentrations, adherence is particularly important for women. Here's a clinical pearl. Before we go any further, we have to state the obvious here, and that's that we can do better with the prescription of PrEP for at-risk individuals. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that 1.2 million adults in the U.S. who are aged 18 to 59 years may benefit from PrEP, including about 400,000 sexually active men who have sex with men, 600,000 sexually active heterosexuals, and 200,000 injection drug users. Now, the identification of appropriate candidates for PrEP requires a thorough periodic review of patients' sexual and drug use patterns to identify patients at highest risk who would benefit from PrEP. Now, although overall PrEP prescribing is increasing in the U.S., prescription of TDF and emtricitabine for PrEP is still less than optimal. So, physicians, including OBGYNs, must be alert to identify high-risk patients for PrEP initiation. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about potential adverse effects of PrEP. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, remember, we're talking about tenofovir and emtricitabine, a combination pill known as Trivuda. Regarding adverse effects, use of this combination of medication, specifically the use of tenofovir in HIV-infected patients, is associated with nephrotoxicity with an incidence of about 1 per 1,000 person years. Nephrotoxicity tends to develop late in the course of therapy, taking about 55 months or so from the start of therapy. Damage to the kidneys occurs as a result of interference with mitochondrial DNA synthesis when tenofovir is concentrated in the proximal renal tubular cells over time. This leads to metabolic perturbations and loss of cellular function, which causes Fanconi syndrome or type 4 renal tubular acidosis. Now, TDF, or tenofovir, is also known to cause osteopenia, but this is generally considered not very much a clinical issue. 
adverse events related to PrEP use in pregnant women have been evaluated in two large efficacy studies. In general, there were no significant differences in spontaneous abortion or teratogenic effects between the groups in a preliminary analysis. Now, an important caveat to this study is that adherence to study drug was only about 37% in one of the studies. However, the use of PrEP in pregnancy has not been systematically well studied, but because the combination medication is actually classified as pregnancy category B in the old FDA, A, B, C, and X category system, if a mother is at high risk, then the benefits of preventing HIV infection would appear to outweigh any theoretical risks in this situation. All right, now as we get towards the end of a podcast, a quick thing about sexually transmitted infections. Patients who request PrEP are at increased risk for acquiring not only HIV infection based on behavior, but also other STIs. So it's important to have periodic surveillance and screening for STIs. According to the most current recommendations, every three-month screening using urine samples or oral or rectal swabs for gonorrhea and chlamydia PCR testing, as well as syphilis serology testing, should be done. Remember, we talked about other adverse events like nephrotoxicity earlier in the podcast. But once again, just as patients should be screened frequently about every three months during PrEP, remember that it's also important to check renal function as well as infection with HIV serially every three months during this medication. Okay, as we get to the end here, a quick word about potential resistance and again about monitoring. The use of tenofovir emtricitabine as chemoprophylaxis for PrEP initially raised concerns that it could lead to the development of acquisition of a resistant HIV strain. However, in efficacy studies performed to date, transmission of drug-resistance mutations have not been detected in patients who are adherent. Now, in all of the major efficacy trials, only patients who had acute HIV infection, who had negative findings on initial screening HIV antibody tests, these are patients that were viremic, but were pre-seroconversion, only these patients develop resistant virus. Now, because of the risk for developing resistance in those patients who are newly HIV acquired, it's important to screen all patients for acute as well as established HIV infection before prescribing this PrEP medication. Now, specifically, physicians or any clinician should take a careful sexual history and screen for symptoms of acute HIV infection. That can include fever, rash, pharyngitis, and any global lymphadenopathy. Now, if acute HIV is suspected based on history, an HIV quantitative nucleic acid amplification test should be obtained to test for acute HIV infection. Now, the fourth generation HIV antibody antigen test should be used to evaluate whether patients are infected with HIV before PrEP is prescribed. So that's a clinical pearl. The fourth generation test is preferred because the addition of antigen testing shortens the window period by three to five days and therefore can detect patients with early HIV infection who would otherwise be missed. Now, within the first 10 days after a very recent HIV infection, known as the eclipse period, results of both nucleic acid testing and the antibody antigen test may be falsely negative. 
So, if hyperacute infection is suspected, repeat testing should be performed before initiating this medication. All right, that wraps up our review of HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis, or PrEP. This daily combination medication is two medications in one, tenofovir and amtricitabine, and has been FDA-approved since 2012. The reference and source for this podcast was a JAMA clinical review from 2018 on HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis. Since 1 in 8 of the 1.2 million people living with HIV in the U.S. are unaware of their HIV status, and only half of those known to be infected are receiving effective antiretroviral therapy, we can do more to prevent transmission of HIV. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.